0: hello there attractive listener this is dan grub and over there's aaron fletcher smith and this is the dan and aaron like rama music oh for tuna oh for chicken <laughs> turkey sandwiches and rye yeah That's our opening. <laughs> Not a lot of people know that O Fortuna is uh, is yeah, it's a baseball game. Well,
1: no, it translates from the original Greek into English as Ode Fortuna.
0: O Fortuna. And
1: it's tuna, about boom. boom. Yeah. O
0: for chicken. boom. boom. Right. O for sandwiches and rice.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: I know that is a that is a truth. That is a truth.
1: Yeah, it's one of my favorite songs, actually. If you listen to the English translation, you know, they uh, mostly because they teach you how to make a really nice deli sandwich by the end. Um, It's it's how I learned how to make my sandwiches. It's how my dad learned how to make his sandwiches. Frilly um,
0: toothpicks, boom, boom. Frilly toothpicks, boom, boom. Styrofoam paper plates. Right.
1: Giant thick bread, Boom, boom, boom. And pickles cut boom, boom. equal size so they don't slip out.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, so. There's a place in Blacksburg called uh, Substation 2. And I love their sandwiches. And I love that the pickles come wrapped up in uh, some like, here's like some wax paper wrapped up with some pickle spears. There you go. That's what you get.
1: Yeah. And, oh yeah, and oh it's
0: i love that place
1: yeah man um the one that I'm, I'm gonna throw down the name and you're gonna go oh my god yes um is uh my absolute favorite the standard for me to this day remains the deli in herndon um the deli. which is just so oh shopping center yeah yeah back in the center off of eldon yeah! Wow, uh, I totally been forgot it since about the that. 90s. Yeah, I
0: forgot about that place. Yeah, they were good. They
1: are, they are still there. I took both of my daughters. So my my oldest daughter is like um, uh, the characters from the Coneheads. Uh, she eats everything. They and come never from France. Uh, yep, yeah, they come from France. Um, and uh, my youngest daughter. Eats a bite of a thing and looks around at everyone and goes, I'm full. Oh, I can't sure. Eat anymore. Yeah. Um, so, I think we if both you have two kids,
0: that's what they do. Yeah. Uh, right. I have two kittens, and that's what they do. Silas eats <laughs> all of his food, and then I have to feed them separate now because he would eat all of his food and then shove. Wilbur out of the way and eat all his food. Oh no. And then he wants treats. He's like, I need all the food. He goes and eats the dog's food. And Wilbur is like he eats, you know, like a a soda bottle cap full of food. And they're like, Well, I'm done. I'll (laughs) eat tomorrow. I'm like, How do you live?
1: It's like, Wilbur, no, please. How
0: how are you still alive? More
1: food. Yeah,
0: right. Seven calorie per day diet. (laughs)
1: <laughs> anyway but what are you gonna do
0: i'm just gonna eat a tic tac yeah um yeah oh i had a leaf of spinach i'm i'm stuffed i i'm that yeah. was thanksgiving for me
1: <laughs> so yeah um both girls got uh like the they're, i swear they're more than uh like a foot long mm. they've got to be like at least like 14 to 16 inch long deli sandwiches yeah. and samantha destroys her sandwich And Amelia eats three bites, and she's like, "I can't eat this. Why not? Is it is it bad?" She's like, "No, it's really good, but there's too much." So, yeah, I uh, you have two kids. Ended up having it for like that's what you get. Yeah, yeah. She ended up having the like a little bit of it the next night, and then I ended up like I took a long look at it, and I was like, "This is a sub that came from the deli in Herndon." i am not letting this go to waste so i I yeah 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 yeah. and the whole time like because now it's like two days old i'm like thinking of homer with the the uh mile long sub oh yeah yeah Yeah. i can't throw it away yeah 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 he's
0: like violently ill eating it yeah Mm -hmm. he's all like feverish right so Um,
1: um we're going to talk about okay so that was like the opposite of all and, of
0: that. Uh, let's see yep. the closing music
1: <laughs> sounds good <laughs> we
0: like sandwiches
1: yeah and you should too
0: <laughs> okay so uh what are you talking about
1: man i don't freaking know um <laughs> half, half the time i can't even figure that out myself um I don't know, Dan, I was going to bullshit about um, electrostatic discharge, which is something that I had to learn a whole hell of a lot about uh, for a brief period of time. And and it's just remained kind of uncomfortably in my knowledge base now for my job ever since. Uh, And it comes up occasionally and I get to go, I know what that is. Uh, Now, as a layman. The comes out in me. As a
0: layman, meaning I am not a reverend or a priest.
1: Right. Right.
0: Um, is this like when you rub your socks on the carpet and then you shock someone? Is that electrostatic that is discharge?
1: An electrostatic discharge. That yes. Absolutely. Uh, yep. Yep. I am the or smartest a man alive. Shock. A static shock, as the rest of the world calls it. Um, Excellent. Now let's let's talk about some of the 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 coolness. Let's talk a little bit about the, how the science of it works, and then we're going to talk about. I'm going to throw out some cool terms, uh, some of my favorite ones about Discharge. Ooh. Um, yeah. Look at and you giving a syllabus
0: about, for the episode.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. This is, uh, you know... Um, you setting up
0: expectations it, like you're an adult?
1: I'm Good not, for you. but there will be a test at the end of the class. This um, is like a, it's like a
0: real course. podcast, not just two idiots.
1: Exactly. Yep, and at the end I'm going to sum up with action items and and we'll all leave ready for next week's meeting. <laughs> Suggestions um, for
0: further study.
1: Exactly, right. Um and and in somewhere in there I'll use the phrase for merit or or, or to merit anyway. Anyway. Um
0: turmeric. I like turmeric.
1: Tumeric. Yes, with a little bit of cumin yeah, and cumin, uh, a tumeric. little bit of curry powder. Yeah. Oh, dude,
0: we went to this Indian restaurant last night yeah uh it's in richmond it's uh if you're on hey all you people in richmond who also (laughs) listen to this
1: hey everybody out there in (laughs) richmond land (laughs)
0: in richmond virginia on west broad um uh there's the uh around like around parham uh, Uh uh-huh between about halfway between glenside and parham there is a shopping center where there's like a buffalo wild wings and right a couple doors up from that is this indian restaurant they had to change the name because another indian restaurant uh like got mad at them for having the same name so now okay. it's like a junet junna janette i don't know they changed the okay. name but they haven't changed the sign yet
1: Oh, okay. but oh
0: my god it's so good we got it last night and I'm we ate leftovers nice. for lunch and I'm so happy we got oh, vegetable vindaloo and uh, spinach cha. oh my god spinach ooh, chot was ooh, so ooh. good yeah oh and Indian, Indian coffee Indian the
1: freaking best oh man
0: I love Indian food it's my favorite yeah, food the, in the world
1: the handful of times that um, I would go up to uh, Colorado Springs for work um, I it wasn't until, like, the third or the fourth time that I went, um, uh, one of the, the, the dudes that he's actually listened to Restory of your Histories and Mysteries. Um, he, um, he suggested that we go to this um, uh, Iranian place. And we went into the Iranian place. If you're in Colorado Springs, because I know there's also uh, folks that I've peppered recommendations for our podcasts up in that area as well, um, go check out Falafilo. Which is run by this just charming uh, elderly Iranian couple, and if you go with more than four people, what happens is that you place your order, and then they start coming out with not your order, but they'll put it in front of you, and then you go, "I don't order this," and they go, "No, no, no, no. You eat. You try. You you enjoy. Like <laughs> this
0: is what you should have ordered."
1: Right. Right.
0: <laughs> oh you want this i think you want this
1: yeah right then your meal ends up coming out later but it's like they just bring these random side dishes and stuff oh my god yeah they brought out um these uh uh, um i'm not sure whether they were pan seared or stir-fried vegetables that had been done with um uh, it had to just been like Just a host of different curry spices Which I'm never going to be able to guess at Right now in, in, in this space But uh, I just remember the bunch of us Sitting there eating our veggies And looking at each other and going This is the best vegetables I've ever had You know God it was so yummy um, And then I had um, I had hibiscus tea there Hibiscus tea like the flour Man almighty That was delicious I, you know, we grow hibiscus in our uh, backyard every summer because they're beautiful flowers, and I never once thought of putting them in tea, but someone else did, and thank them for it. I'm much appreciative of that. That's good. Very cool. get it? Hibiscus tea. Anyway, so, um, we ain't gonna talk uh, anything about that, but I can tell that you and I are, for some reason, hungry. Um... (laughs) What is it? It's, we're gonna talk uh, Eleven instead. fifteen at
0: night. That's time for dinner.
1: Yeah, it's time for it's. You know, it's time for the it's. It's time for the Taco Bell fourth meal. Um, it, yeah, it's time to go to the, the fridge. Uh, oh, I did. Yeah, go
0: to the. I did my. Uh, I've been eating like giant lunches and skipping dinner sometimes the last few months. Oh yeah. Which Mary is oh, not I... fond of because. Right. I I'm I'm like uh, Samantha Raw. I eat two bites. Oh, I'm done now.
1: Right. 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 But uh, I um, I, I'm getting close to uh, 215, 214 pounds. I've been uh, anybody that's been hey, at home, that's I've been great trying to lose weight. Yeah, I'm I'm I keep telling myself no, that's not that I'm two hundred fifteen pounds. It means that I'm fifteen pounds. It means that I'm sixteen pounds away from a one hundred number in my weight. Yeah, so I keep telling myself that. Um, when I but, uh, I yeah
0: uh,
1: you know,
0: yeah I gained. Like fifteen pounds, and then I lost it, and that was nice. Getting back under two hundred was, yeah. I'm like barely under two hundred, but it's it's nice.
1: It's been a battle, man. Yeah, it, but yeah, I've because I was it with, I was um,
0: like 170, 180 forever. Of course, I was mm-hmm. skin and bones.
1: Yeah, you were a rail for the longest time. It's because I I
0: I don't know if I've said on here, but freshman year of high school, I grew like ten inches. And oh.
1: Yeah, right, uh, yeah. Right.
0: It was like, oh, how do I work this body? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was weird, but uh yeah,
1: You're like plankton in uh, Squidward's body.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Pulling the switches.
0: Yeah, I like. I'm just like dizzy. The air is thinner. Right. But um.
1: But yeah. Anyway. Um,
0: <laughs> what were we gonna talk what about we besides talking about? <laughs> besides sandwiches and weight loss and was
1: <laughs> um hey this is <laughs>
0: I don't know let's
1: I'll, I'll, I'll do the uh, I'll do the, the 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 ESD the the um, the Static Shock um because th- this one's kind of cool I like this one um so I learned this before we go down this road I'm just gonna uh, I'm I'm gonna do a legit shameless plug here okay if you are an aspiring or budding um, lab owner or operator, or if you are in any way part of the military industrial complex, and I know there's a handful of you out there that listen to this that are, go find United Static Control Products or UnitedSCP.com and email the CEO of UnitedSCP, Steve Cooter, with whom I developed the best professional friendship I think I had ever made. I've never met the guy, but I occasionally chat with him again via email and via text and stuff like that. He is the friendliest guy. He's like he's got his picture all over the website. The website was written in like HTML 1.0 in like 1995 and he's never Love changed it. it. Um and I've had phone calls with him, I've had email exchanges with him, and he is the most pleasant dude. And he he said about he taught me ESD entirely free over the course of almost a year worth of email and phone interchanges. And he sent me wiki links and he sent me links to his own site where he wrote about it. Huh. He just really likes static shock and electrostatic discharge and electrostatics. He just loves this stuff. He, he thinks it's cool as hell. He's built a, a budding little business around it. And so he sells products to um, companies that um, mitigate static shock. Now, there's other professional companies out there that'll do it for more, you know, or you can do it through, you know, so and so branded company. Like you can have three, you can buy all of it through 3M, you know, and you can have like a 3M lab tech or a series of lab techs come in and evaluate the office or the lab environment that you're going to put it in. Or you can call Steve and Steve will tell you how those 3M guys do it for free because he doesn't like that a lot of what they do is hooey. (laughs) So it It, was so much fun. Yeah, go ahead.
0: That's just an interesting side hustle for the post-it people.
1: It it absolutely is. Yeah, yeah. They, you know, they outgrew the post-it notes and they were like, well, you know, I guess we can sell them. I mean, they're tape, not very big, tape, no.
0: so I I see how you would do that, how you would outgrow them.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: But, um, <laughs> um,
1: um... But, yeah, so uh, Steve Cooter, United SCP, that dude taught me everything I know about static. Um, so, let's talk about what static discharge is for a minute here. Okay, yeah. Um, any time that you do
0: it's only socks on carpet right that's the only way
1: that's the only way that's the only way um no there's multiple ways of course that you can um deliver a static shock from from one person to another um, oh
0: well that'll make 3m's job a lot easier well a lot harder because it's like you just be sure to wear shoes if you're on the carpet and you'll be fine
1: exponentially more complex yeah yeah okay um so um why do we so our bodies are mostly made up of water so we're really good conductors right um that's the reason that uh they always say you know maybe it probably makes sense to not stand around and put your finger in the sky when uh, there's a lightning storm because uh, we look like a really great path to ground for um electricity which is trying to shed its um, built up uh, electrostatic charge um, from uh, the, the clashing of electrons uh, in the clouds down into the ground. And so, you know, trees do a really good job of that. People do too. Uh, but so, so, you know, don't, don't be that person, you know, uh, unless you're Jack Black in that 1X-Files episode. Don't be um, that guy. Don't be that guy. I think it's, we've talked. Not, uh, yeah,
0: don't we both know people that have been hit by lightning?
1: I I think know we talked folks, about that one time. I um, I know folks that have been like electrocuted while working on the job site, but I Ooh, don't know folks that yeah. got hit by lightning. I
0: yeah. had a student uh, in my short-lived teaching career. Really, uh, I had a student who was struck by lightning, and she talked about it in class wow. one day. And, um, I don't know if you know this, but uh, I mean, I I don't want to alarm anyone, but getting hit by lightning, not fun.
1: No. (laughs) No, it is not. No, it's not. Um, Let's talk about why, because that's the heart of ESD and and what I'm going to talk about today. Um, Our bodies, which are made up of a lot of water, uh, can serve as a conductor. Any time that We make the path uh, for electricity from one location to another location easy for that electricity to flow. Um, The electricity will take our bodies as the path from one location to another. Electricity is most interested in flowing back into the ground. Um, That's where it can dissipate its charge the fastest. It wants to return Um, to the earth, man. It wants to return to the land. That's right. Um, wants to go to hell. Yeah. No, it actually how you get wants there, to go down there. Down. It it wants to go down there because that's the hollow earth, and that's where the lizard folks live yes. and help grow Godzilla and Mothra and the other monsters, so that they can come up and have their battles.
0: Did you see um, that? Did you see that movie?
1: The I saw Godzilla versus, uh, versus Godzilla Kong. King of the Monsters. But I haven't seen Godzilla vs. Kong. Oh I'm dude, looking watch forward it. to seeing that. It's so dumb.
0: Yeah. It's just great. And like I'm so
1: excited. Yeah. It's we, it's we like an hour monsters. and a half.
0: It's it's like an yeah. hour and a half long, so it's short. And right. they skip all the dumb human crap that no one cares about. It's just Kaiju oh, nice. punching each other. It's great.
1: Oh, wonderful. It's
0: the best Godzilla wonderful. movie in like fifty years.
1: Yeah, I saw King of the Monsters. I didn't see. And, uh, um, I've never seen so Shin excited.
0: Godzilla. That's supposed to be really good, no, but I like, I don't either. know how to get it without just buying a DVD.
1: Right, right. And I'm, Man, I'm a the cheap-ass. King of the Monsters one that had. Uh, oh yeah, Charles Dance, Tywin Lannister was in it, and um, the young lady from Stranger Things. Man, what a great cast! And they all just did the. Pr- they did exactly what everyone in those movies has been doing since independence day, which is stare in awe at a green screen. And (laughs) it is so worth it. Yeah. Yeah. I love especially as soon as they brought on King Godira, I was like, yes. Yeah, dude. Yes. Put this right into my veins. I love it. Yeah. Just keep
0: pumping them out. Those things are great.
1: Yeah. 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 They do the hollow earth
0: thing and it's just like stupid. Who cares? It's yeah, just fun.
1: Yeah, it's dumb. They just throw it in there. It's like, okay, sure, why not? Yeah, hollower. I finally yeah, saw
0: um, on your recommendation. I finally saw Pacific Rim. Yeah, that was fun.
1: Yeah, I dug it. Oh my god, that movie's so. Speech, good.
0: Speaking of it's, giant things punching each other.
1: Yes. Yes. Oh, I love that. And again, so they're much. like, um,
0: and uh, excuse me. Here is some plot that we need to. It's like, no, shut up. Get back to the robots punching.
1: Yeah. Right. Right. We didn't yeah, come absolutely. here for
0: character development we came here for robots right. punching monsters
1: yeah 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 and uh, the thing that i really love about that is that by about the 45 minute mark of pacific rim they're like well the character building's out of the way from here on in yeah it's, oh <laughs> robots versus monsters yeah. you know you ate your I vegetables
0: here's your dessert right 17 yeah, exactly. pies
1: have fun right right yeah 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 oh no gypsy danger is down and now it's back up and another robot's down and gypsy danger comes in with the punch oh it's so, good. it's so good yeah we could do oh man i need to not because so many other people have done uh like really that good praise of pacific rim and if uh, i do it this that's gonna be this whole episode yeah, yeah, yeah. um but yeah uh, if you haven't seen it go see it um <laughs> ESD. Yes, yes. yes. Let's try again. <laughs> um, so, uh, our bodies serve as conductors. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Electricity, yeah. electricity, flows really electricity well bodies, lightning, our body.
0: trees. Right. It wants to get yep. to the ground.
1: It wants bodies to to are good ground. at that. Yep, and um, our bodies do that. Um, there are certain types of metals and there are certain types of um uh like irons um clothing does it pretty well clothing clothing uh helps to um clothing is not like a conductor but it holds charge really well which i'll get into in a minute here um and then there's there's um even objects that you wouldn't expect just hold a passive charge. Um, and I'll explain that as well. But the the bottom line here is that ultimately there are all of these things that sit passively around us or that we actively engage in where our movement, our body movement, causes uh, a really fancy word. I love this word. Tribo charging. Um, yes. What is tribo charging? Tribo-charging is rubbing the balloon on the uh, hair and causing the balloon to stick there. Uh, Tribo-charging is rubbing your feet on the floor and then touching somebody and shocking them. Tribo-charging is the uh, physical act of movement in order to build up an electrostatic charge. Hey, Aaron. Now, hey, what?
0: Uh, You know what you call... Uh, ordering exercise tapes over the phone in the 90s.
1: Hey, what do you call it?
0: Taibo charging. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Dan. Hey, what?
1: Uh, Do you know um, what you call uh, the rap group from the mid-90s that had uh, Talib Kweli in it (laughs) that uh, mostly sung about electrostatic discharge? (laughs) What? a tribo charge called quest <laughs> oh it was coming from a mile away i'm so sorry uh, but, but uh, yeah anyway <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah yeah bad Aaron. no bad Aaron. instead um, of
0: instead of q-tip it's like ohm tip for resistance
1: <laughs> right 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 <laughs> I can't think of other people that were part of tripod. No, anyway. Um, So, uh, yeah. Anytime that our bodies move um, and rub up against something, including our own clothing or against chairs when we sit down and then more importantly, when we stand up from chairs, um, we are tribocharging. We are adding um, an amount of static charge to our bodies that makes our bodies more conducive to um, passing electricity now what is electricity electricity um, when you think about it in general is a combination of voltage and current when you're tribocharging yourself or when you're adding static charge to your body what you're doing is you're only increasing your voltage okay oh. um, you're 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 changing the electrons on the surface, on on various surfaces, whether it's sitting or standing from a chair, whether it's rubbing your feet on the floor, whether it's rubbing the balloon on your hair, you're only changing the orientation of uh, the electrons, and therefore you're only increasing your voltage. You have not changed the amount of current. The amount of current exchange occurs when Like in the case of rubbing your feet on the carpet, you touch the other person because you have a small amount of current built up in your body at any time. And that other person's does not have the same amount of current. However, you've created a very, very, very electrostatically charged body, your body, which has a high degree of voltage and a very low amount of uh, current. When no matter how much that low amount of current is, you're about to pass it on to the next person as soon as you touch them. Yeah. Cause and what, that's what you feel.
0: It's not the volts that get you. It's the amp kills
1: you. It's the amps. Exactly. Yes. The amps are current. Yep. Exactly. Good job, Dan. Yeah. Gold star, man. Yeah. 40 years old um, and
0: I finally remembered something that my master electrician father tried to tell me a million times. Your dad,
1: your dad is the best by the way. Uh, hat tip to Mike Grubb senior best 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 dude ever uh just kindest guy love him um he's
0: all right he's yeah
1: yeah yeah I, I think it's worth it um so you you uh the the um your tribal charge you pass the charge you have now shocked someone now in uh, the wide world of human beings doing that you know it's like haha you pulled a prank on somebody um, in the wide world of electronics which uh, really really likes to consume its electricity at very 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 tiny voltage and current levels you know uh, in, in the range of um, uh, three up to 24 volts is usually about the max for powering electronics um, delivering 6000 volts and only three amps will kill the electronic device. Um, now, why don't uh, why doesn't your phone die when you touch it and you have a charge, um, or or uh, like your VCR? Right. I remember back in the eighties, VCRs and TVs would actually deliver a charge. Um, oh yeah. The yeah, the reason is because um, those devices are built specifically with these enclosures that have been approved by uh, various American um, uh, electronics testing standards agency to make sure that those oh. devices boxes the enclosures dissipate static charge appropriately uh, without letting that static charge make its way down into the printed circuit board so which the is outside the heart of
0: the device. so like if you think of like a uh a cpu or a vcr dvd tv yep the yep. the rectangle that you yep. that houses it is like a uh is it a fermi cage
1: it's essentially a fermi cage yes, yes. good job good job and um it is designed i'm gonna pass 10th grade science for sure hell yeah you will yeah you can go you can go find uh, your daughter and you can say hey hey ask me anything about electricity And then she's going to walk away. And she'll say, no. Yeah, that's what teen girls do. They look at you and they go, what? Go away, Dad. You're weird. Um,
0: She'll say, no, you suck.
1: (laughs) No. I'll come to you asking about electricity. And I'll say, no. Um, So, um, yeah, the, the reason that I... The part that I found the wildest about this, as I was learning about it, was that um, Steve sent me this uh, video of um, an infrared camera picking up the act of someone uh, experiencing tribocharging because they were sitting, they were standing up out of a cloth, um, a cloth back and cloth uh, bottom office chair, and. You see in the IR camera, which has been set to detect um, voltage peaks, you see as the voltage goes from like 100, 250 volts to up to like 13,000 volts. Oh, wow. Until the person stands up completely. And once the person is completely stood up, the chair and the back of that person's shirt finish their like kind of electron exchange. And then finally, the back of the chair and the person, the back of the person's shirt, like level out. They hit an equilibrium of like four to five thousand volts, maybe something lower than that. Um, but it's like now you're carrying a charge, and for the most part, as you're walking from that point on, or the human, you know, the human body itself is like going about and doing its activity. That charge sheds, right? It, yeah. it just kind of falls off along with. Um, you know dust particles and stuff like that um but if that person was to stand right up out of their chair and touch an exposed printed circuit board that circuit board's dead um you know <laughs> cool. or to touch another human being you know maybe maybe that other human being would, would experience you know a mild shock um so remember so that, that if would you're move ever, you
0: ever you can always win a fight with a circuit board
1: exactly if a circuit board beats you
0: up then you had it coming yeah
1: yeah you 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 did not you did uh yeah you're you're you did not spend your prep time appropriately um so yeah i i've thought that was really cool ever since i learned about it and um it's the reason that when you watch like sci-fi movies and stuff you see these guys um with like i I mean sci-fi movies they kind of blow it out of proportion but you see these guys like come in and out of the clean rooms and you know like they're wearing wristbands and they've got the lab coats and stuff lab coats and the wristbands are real shit that's real science when it comes to uh esd um there are modern variations on lab coats which are designed with a um uh like a metal mesh weave to them like a very thin metal mesh weave to the lab coat whose sole purpose is to um dissipate the uh static shock away from the upper half of the human body down to the lower half of the human body because the idea is that you know you want to take the shock away from where the hands and the arms are because those are the parts that are going to be touching you know electronic equipment and and sensitive wires and stuff like that
0: so, wow i've never heard of that that's you know, really cool
1: and then the bar none how the, long the, have they the been EZ's, doing that i mean uh, god i can't remember steve ta- i do remember steve talking about it but i don't remember when he said they started doing it like but they, i could see it
0: being themselves. 2000s or like the 50s yeah
1: probably 2000s um Huh. Because I, I would imagine that it wasn't a thing where the, the science itself on ESD, it's weird because it's like there's bits and pieces of it from the 50s. There's bits and pieces of it from the 70s. And then there was an explosion of interest in it from the late 80s onwards, primarily because those are each of the points of technological innovation oh. when it comes to messing with boards. And right? also
0: like that's when everything started having computer chips in it
1: exactly right but the thing is like and and this is this is the thing that i i I really find entertaining um which is why when i find other people out there in the world that like and find interest in esd and have an understanding of it it's like finding that one other it's the engineering equivalent of finding that one other person in a crowd that likes mr bungle (laughs) right uh it's like oh you know about this too oh my god you know and then you bond over this incredibly inane thing but um it's uh, (laughs) the the reason that so many other people that are engineers scientists um lab workers stuff the reason they don't like it is because it's so inconveniencing To have to wear this wrist strap every time you sit down at your desk, and it's so inconveniencing to have to tell yourself, "Oh, that's right, I'm a conductor, and if I touch this stuff, if I touch this sensitive chemical, who you know, which only has a very certain you know atomic balance, I could cause it to you know explode." It's so (laughs) wild to me because I served, I served as a lab manager for a brief period of time, and I remember making the case for. ESD controls, uh, to a certain group of folks. And I remember one of the arguments that was given back to me was, well, you know, we've been doing this this way without static control for almost 10 years and and we haven't had any issues. Uh, so I, I don't really understand why you're pushing this at this point. And I remember looking back at the guy and saying, why do we have a cardboard box in the corner of the lab that's called bone pile? that people throw PCBs in when the PCB stops working. Right. And there was this long silence of, oh. Oh. (laughs) Wow. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yep. That'll do it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Fletch Fletch hung his hat on that one for a few days. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so um, it's, and, and, I've I, I've been in out I've been in and out of labs where um, ESD is not treated seriously, where it doesn't make sense to have ESD because the only products you're working with are commercial products that have already passed all of the tests. Right. Yeah. Um, more more recently, I was in a a, a lab where um, the the lab manager is on it like. Um, flies on a bull's butt and i am just so proud of this dude he's um like he's sending out esd violation emails left right up down and sideways he's like i spotted this which causes this type of tribo charging you know he he caught this one where he was like you know here's a paper tag that was put near a cooling fan and if the paper tag flaps enough touching the bottom of the deck the paper tag will accumulate a charge you need to stop this now I yeah. was like, oh, my God, this guy's awesome. I love him. Eagle you go. I was so him. happy. Yeah. 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 Freaking freaking cool as hell. Um, So, yeah, uh, I'm going to talk for a minute about the unlikely ones, the ones that yes. when I talk about it, everybody goes, what? Really? Um, I love an edge case. Cardboard boxes. Everybody thinks about a cardboard box as, oh, well, it's cardboard. It would not be a conductor. That would be an insulator. Clearly, that's obviously not a thing that's going to accumulate any sort of static charge, right? Um, It is quite the opposite. What happens is Yeah, I'm thinking
0: of when you... um, Like, when you pull styrofoam out of a cardboard box, it's super staticky. So that would indicate...
1: But that's because when you're pulling the styrofoam out of the wall, when you're pulling the styrofoam right up against the wall of the cardboard, you're tribocharging.
0: Oh, yeah, all the friction, yeah. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. However, however... But
0: you're saying even if it's just boxes, sitting there.
1: Even if it's just sitting there. Huh. It is a static threat. Why is that? I'll explain. Um, let's say that you've got a, a pile of cardboard boxes that you pulled sensitive lab equipment out of and you left them in the corner of your lab. Those cardboard boxes are going to do the same thing in your lab environment that uh, dusty cardboard boxes that you leave in the, like, you know, the junk room of your of your garage are going to do. They're going to accumulate dust. What does dust have? A charge. And what is that charge going to do if you touch that after, like, two and a half to three years and you realize you have to go back and look in that box to find a key or a license or, a you know, oh. the cable that you forgot? It's going to charge you. Yeah, so I remember having to explain this at least four times to uh, one one dude, and at the fourth time, he like he looked at me with like this great big aha moment. He was like, "I get it." <laughs> so everything around us has a charge, right? And I was like, "Yes, yes, you got it." You know, it's like one of my favorite like learning moments because I taught this guy. He was in his late 50s early 60s who had a uh, a master's degree and was incredibly intelligent and I, I i respect him to this day but he was like i cannot wrap my head around this you have to explain this to me if you can explain this to me i will advocate for it and I, I i was able to i i got him on the team i was nice. so like happy that he came came around to it but it took it took him a lot of like so if i go to the cardboard box I'm not charged, but if I touch the car, and I was like, "That's it, that's it, you got it." So, um, yeah, uh, that's really it. I think that's ESD in a nutshell. Um, the uh, one of the biggest things that I remember from t- from from learning about it was that there's a variety of different ways that you can do uh static dissipation, um, and they kind of range. That that's the other thing is that. There are other folks out there that think that uh, electrostatic, uh, static shock, static charge, electrostatic discharge in a professional lab environment is a uh, like kind of uh, a joke and, and junk science. And it's mostly because there are these folks that come up with these products that will miraculously dissipate static shock that kind of really don't. Um, and they're yep. silly solutions, right? Uh, and you can find them on Amazon. Like, there, there's um, there's one that I still don't believe to this day, which was, uh, I remember Steve as much as I love him. He was trying to sell me on um, this spray solution <clears throat> that you can spray on the back of cloth uh, chairs. And he said it's guaranteed to uh, uh, um, reduce... Uh, tribocharging by like 300 or 400 percent and i remember pushing back on him and i was like yeah but that kind of violates the very laws of physics that are involved in rubbing <laughs> fabrics against each other and he did four more paragraphs on it and i was still i still remain unconvinced to this day yeah because um, there were certain things that i could wrap my head around that made a lot of sense right which is human body Wrist strap, right. Once you physically connect a copper wire to a human body, and that 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 copper wire goes to a ground plane, then you've grounded that human body. No more charge. That makes sense to me. I can wrap my head around that. Human body, so go back. Hang on. A charged chair. Yeah, go ahead. Explain
0: the wrist strap because you you mentioned that earlier, and I was imagining like got it. You go to a concert and they put a strap around your wrist. But okay. it's not that. I'm
1: sorry. Yeah, yeah, that, what it, that's me going too fast. I apologize. No, no, no. You're, um,
0: you're good. But, you know, what? so it has yeah. copper wire in it. And how does that... right? Does it just dangle and touch the ground? Or does it go up your sleeve? Or what?
1: The most common instance of a um, uh, static-controlled lab wrist strap is any sort of wrist strap that has copper fiber or copper wire made into the wrist strap so that it doesn't hurt when you put it on and then it'll have a cable that comes off of the wrist strap and goes to the bench and then from the bench the cable then goes to a ground plane to a very large long ground metal uh, rod that is shoved into the ground somewhere. Oh okay so it could be a mile away but it's a ground it's quote unquote the ground plane p-l-a-i-n um, it's the, uh, it's the large medium, which everyone uh-huh. can in the uh, back right, of their head right, right. treat as everything is going to be where the ground goes, right? Everything is where the, the charge goes when you say you want to send something to ground. So, yeah. yeah.
0: And so the, so the, the wrist strap, it's at the workstation. You don't walk around it's with at, it around the office. Right. Okay. Right. I got it's you at you. the workstation.
1: Okay. That's right. And this is where that junk science comes in, right? Because there, um, another one that I saw that again, I was like, "Oh, come on, Steve, you're pulling my leg, right?" Um, Was there was a uh, he was he was uh, in his inventory was a wireless uh, wrist strap, and I remember just like sitting there and I was like, I don't know if I can believe this one, Steve. And he was like, No, no, no. It goes with the the fundamental principles of, of, of wireless charge transfer. And you know, and he was explaining like all the way back to like Nikolai Tesla and like alternating current and how, you know, it's the environment around you, the air particles can be charged. And like I was almost ready to make the jump. But isn't but that exactly I,
0: what you want to prevent?
1: Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, you want to prevent that so uh, it's, it's one making where, it
0: worse not better or yeah, yeah probably doing nothing
1: yeah that's more than likely what's going on it's probably doing nothing uh, huh. because I was asking him I was like there's no active device here component or circuitry on these wireless wrist straps you just it, it's it just statically it just like passively dissipates and it's like oh yeah yeah I don't know Steve <laughs> um,
0: that's funny so are there yeah. are there people who are just like rubbing the dryer sheets on their equipment oh that solved it
1: oh okay yeah I, I, yeah, right 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 because the dryer sheets dissipate static um, there are not
0: it seems like however, a bad idea
1: no yeah right there are not however there are um, there are these uh, uh, static grounding mats that you can get for these uh, for, for a lab setup um <clears throat> And, um, they basically look like a, a standard, like, I don't know, they look like a rubber welcome mat essentially. Um, but, but again, it's another case of they're coated with a conductive surface and then stitched into the mats is a copper mesh. And then at the, uh, like corner of one of the corners of the, uh, um, the mat is a, uh, metal braid. And then that metal braid also goes to the ground plane. So you've now grounded the human being by having the human being wear the wrist strap and now you've grounded the desk and any devices that sit on the static mat, um, thereby causing everyone to have zero charge. At which point dude can do his work. And if he stands up uh, all of the uh, tribocharging he's caused in his body will shunt through the wrist strap. And if he goes to touch the PCB, the, the circuit board, even after he stood up, if he needs to pick it up and carry it over to uh, the next guy, um, the PCB itself, because it was sitting on the um, static mat when he picked it up, it will then dissipate its charge there. So uh, the whole idea is to create as many points of contact that go back to the ground plane as possible to right. protect... Each link in the chain. It's really fascinating when you start like thinking about it procedurally, because that was the biggest thing I had to do. Because I was, I was uh, given the responsibility of you know set up the lab so that you know it's ESD protected, and so I, I had to think about it uh, procedurally. It's like okay, well you know Fred's gonna go talk with Joe, and then Joe's gonna go hand this off to Tom, and then Tom's gonna go hand this off to Andrew, and blah 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 blah, and so. I had to think about it procedurally in order to make sure the right stuff was in the right place so that each one, each link in the chain would be protected. It right. was fun. I'm going to be honest with you because like Yeah, unlike, it's like a puzzle. That's exactly it. It's a puzzle. Uh, you know what it is? It's almost like it's taking the same rules and logic from the old Milton Bradley game Operation and applying them to <laughs> a job, I mean, it was it was really it came down to that. You know, yeah. it was a lot of fun for that. You know, cool. Don't touch this.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: so yeah, that's that's my that's my my ESD uh, little riff. I like uh, it. It's really cool. Yeah, and um, I encourage folks to go, like, either YouTube it or Wiki it. Particularly, I I could swear that there are probably some YouTube videos on tribo charging. Which are really fascinating, and they go further into, because this is the other thing is I remember reading some white papers that Steven sent me, where it was going into the different types of fabric, like wool being a higher conductor than like um, nylon thread, cotton, and you know why certain socks, and that was the other thing he he tried to sell me on these socks. He was like (laughs) he was like you know copper mesh socks. And then what I'll do is, Aaron, I'll throw in, uh, they've got a dangling uh, uh, ground wire that as long as you buy the the ESC mitigative rug and you have everybody wear the socks. And I was like, I Steve, it, it's a bridge too far, buddy. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. That's, that was fun. It was fun, that's a it was wacky. fun because, yeah. And, and that's the thing is that like, when you break down a lot of the ways that these guys are approaching to get charge out of the human body at their core they make sense from a science perspective from a from a static charge from a, a voltage dissipation perspective well in practice are they going to work in practice are you going to convince somebody to do it probably maybe 50 25% of the time well, with this the work, learning lesson.
0: combining the sock uh, idea and the wrist strap idea, what if you took the wrist strap, but instead of connecting it to the the desk and the plate and everything, what if right. you put it around like between your calf and your ankle and then you had yeah. the cable just dragging along the floor?
1: There was a lot of uh, – there, there – uh yes you can do that there was in fact um one of the white paper studies talked about how there was an ibm lab in the 70s that did that oh um and that the the biggest issue that they ran into with that lab that was one of the labs where they were building the um the cray supercomputer. um oh the lab that famously
0: exploded one day because of all the discharge
1: uh yes because it was cray cray um (laughs) sorry (laughs) Uh, Uh not for real real, just for play play. Um It um no, they the the coolest thing that came out of that study was that uh, like the first week they were all fucking tripping on each other. So they had to come up with particular walking routes that they could take in the lab to make sure that they weren't oh. like uh yeah, tripping each other with their cables, their ankle cables. Yeah. Right. Uh, so they worked out very specific walk paths that they could walk on, which, um, th- there's a element in flavor to that, that gets kind of lampooned and parodied now in video games too, where it's like, you know, sometimes in video games, when you see, you know, the, you know, the red route on the floor will take you to the exit. Some of that almost kind of sort of hat tips, um, this because i remember looking at the white paper and the white paper had this picture of their lab and it had this matrix of like red lines blue lines green lines and yellow oh. lines that were labeled with you know uh chemical engineers this way electrical engineers this way and stuff like that <laughs> it's like they worked it out there was yeah. a whole science to it yeah that's funny yeah
0: well that's fun so, i'm as smart as an uh, an uh, innovative engineer fifty years ago. That's fun. Exactly. I'll take my degree, yeah. please.
1: All right. And on my in my,
0: in my higher salary.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll churn it out on my dot matrix printer over here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's the dot matrix printer that's it that's it printing. Um. Cool. Yeah, that's all I got. Uh. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed my uh, uh, ridiculous little diversion into ESD. Yeah, like I did.
0: I like these little physics lessons.
1: Yeah, it's fun. I, 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 and it's really like I wouldn't be able to bring this passion and this excitement to it um, if I hadn't like lived it for a year at like this kind of frenetic pace because we were told we were told in like August that the following July we would be audited and we would be audited for safe lab standards. And part of the safe lab standards was ESD protection. And I remember looking around and it was like, I have 11 months to convince a group of engineers that have been working without ESD protection for almost a decade and built this company up from the ground that now they need to put wrist straps on yeah and man almighty it was a culture thing it was a science thing it was drinking from the fire hose man but it was fun it was fun it was one of the few uh it was one of the handful of things where i came away from it and i was like man i learned a lot and i did a lot and that was cool hooray hooray (laughs) that's it that's it let's do the music okay i'm tired i won't go to bed
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right sounds good yeah it's like midnight yeah uh I forget who did it.
1: Are we doing it at the same time again? Like we did last time? I really love that. Oh okay, sure. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do it. Let's do it. Alright. Alright. One, two, three. <laughs>